1: Welcome to the Peer 54 podcast, and this week we are going to talk about the Nurses Ball. Finally, Yay! I've been waiting for this. It feels like forever. It's May. It's time for the Nurses Ball. It's our favorite time of year, even though it did take a little bit of a break yes, for quite some time. I think it was 12
0: years, yep. 12 or 13 years. I think- 12 years. 12 years is when it took the break. Yes. 2001 okay. was the end of the first, and then it came back for 2013 in celebration of the 50th anniversary crazy. See, that was a good one. That was Mm -hmm. really good. That was a really good
1: one. They like had to come back with a bang. I know. And they did a, they did a good job, but we're not really going to go into that this week. We're actually going to talk more about
0: how it all started.
1: The, um, (laughs) how it all started back in 1994 And then next week we will talk about the resurgence, the re what's the, when it came back on (laughs) resurrection, the resurrection (laughs) of the nurse's ball. I'm like, I know this word. (laughs) I don't know what word you're searching for. So, and then the following week, we're going to do our recap of what the nurse's ball was, whatever we're going to see next week. Yeah. So we really, we, we had An idea in our head as to how we were going to do this and it didn't work. No, during researching, it just, it didn't happen. So we have a couple sources that we are just going to use. I know typically we do our sources at the end, but I mean, we're using YouTube, generalhospitalfandom.com. And what was the name of that news article? Desert News. Yes. Desert News. We're gonna read an article from that. I know you're on the edge of your seat about that one, huh? <laughs> and we've referenced The Travel Guide to Port Charles yes. by Lucy Coe. Because how could you not? She has a whole section that has it's its notes on a couple of them. So she doesn't go over every single one. But then there's also little footnotes that she adds some information to and also some input from Spencer. So <laughs> which is weird. But I know. Okay. He goes, I guess he goes back and watches them and then he gives his little input.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like,
1: um, in 1994, he talks about my beloved Emma's mother.
0: Aww. Yes. That was so cute. They were crushing so hard. It was. All right. So we want to start. Well, I was going to say, why don't you start with what's it called? Desert? What? You want to start with the desert news? Yes, desert news, because okay. that kind of explains how
1: it okay. started. Yeah. Sure. And. So this was an article written by Carol Bidwell for the Los Angeles Daily News. It was published on June 18th, 1998. And I don't know about you, but that was like the very 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 beginning of the internet. And so I think it always surprises me when I find articles <laughs> that was dated back then cuz that's back in high school when we were using dogpile, yep, <laughs> to look up stuff. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for young kids at home, that was the first that was Google before Google.
0: And you were still using dial-up and yep. let's make those perfect noises. Eer, eer. <laughs> and okay, <laughs> well, that article does contradict what the book says, though. It we do want to point does. that out. The book states that from the very beginning, it was a fundraiser for um, pediatric AIDS AIDS awareness. According to that article, it says the first year was kind of just a "let's have a fun party." Yeah, and it's going to coincide with Compassion Day. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, so just to point out that discrepancy, Yes. so
1: um, no, that's okay. It just says general hospital raises funds to fight pediatric AIDS. I'm not going to read the entire thing, but it just says that in less genteel circles, it's known as putting your money where your mouth is. While the cast of general hospital has been singing, dancing, and emoting on screen at the Show's annual Nurses Ball, a talent show to raise money for the fictional hospital's pediatric AIDS wing, the cast and crew of the show have also been ra- raising money off screen for real life AIDS research in the past two years. So this would have been probably like 96, 97. General Hospital has contributed more than $109,000 to the nonprofit Elizabeth Glasser Pediatric AIDS Foundation where it has been used for research and emergency care for AIDS patients, said Doreen Lane, the foundation special events manager. She also goes on to say, there are a lot of daytime shows that do something to recognize those with AIDS and HIV, but General Hospital went one step further. And that's something that you and I have talked about a lot, that, you know, they really do a lot. You know, we've seen them do stuff for the Shriners, you know, obviously the AIDS Foundation, things like that. Now we're doing the mental health and everything like that. They really do. Go above and beyond. Yeah. And these are numbers from 1998 worldwide, there are 1600 children a day infected with the AIDS virus. And we all need help. We need all the help we can to educate people and find a cure. General Hospital has been very generous in doing that. So in 1998, it was the sixth annual day of compassion And it was the fifth annual Nurses Ball. So it sounds like the Nurses Ball came to be the GH executive producer, Wendy Ritchie, said the idea for the Nurses Ball came from her own desire to see cast members usually unseen singing and dancing talents showcased. The first ball in 1994 was so successful that the cast members and viewers alike, she decided to make it an annual event and to tie it into the Day of Compassion. The fundraising efforts came later after GH broke ground in 1995 with its first storyline in which teenager died of AIDS and another was infected with HIV. You know, there was some pushback oh, according sure. to this about people saying how long the story took mm-hmm. and how depressing it was, but they pointed out that it played out in real time, right? You know, it played out in through uh, stone picked, it says stone picked up the virus during sex with an infected drug addict. Was diagnosed and fought the disease and died. And that was a very big stigma back in the 90s, was that you had to be obviously a needle drug user. I'm saying, obviously, in the 90s, this was the way of thinking. I'm right. not saying
0: this is how right. the way that it was, it was thought you had to be a gay man or a drug user yep. to use needles. Yep. And those or, were the only ways.
1: Yeah. Or irresponsible. Right. You know, like it couldn't come from protected sex or from things like that. And there was actually, while I was going through YouTube, there was a clip showing from one of the nurses ball, AJ making all those accusations mm. saying like, why are we raising money? There's breast cancer. There's, there's things, there are diseases
0: out there that people can't control having. Why are we wow. right? I know. I mean, that's awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me, because that's how a lot of people thought, especially back then. But it reminds so me I- of what we just accused, like what we got mad at Cameron for saying. Yes. Yes. So it's it's, true. GH writers keep it as real as they can because that's a conversation that would take place. I know plenty of people, especially back then, that would have made that same case for why are we raising money for this disease? And I mean, I'm sure you remember, you know, back in the 90s, we were educated
1: on if anyone has a cut. You know, don't go anywhere near them. Yes. You know, um, if you're kissing someone, if they have a cut on their lip, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it was really, but the article basically just goes on to continue. Kimberly McCullough and Michael Sutton, the actors who played Robin and Stone, they actually appeared in an after-school special teaching the kids about how AIDS is transmitted (sighs) and can be avoided. They received a lot of accolades for that. And then the GH money, the money GH donated to the Pediatric AIDS foundation which has an annual budget of nine million dollars and again that was in 1998 crazy came from the royalties of robin's diary which you have (laughs) and i need to read yes i'll get that to you Um, a fictionalized journal of teenage robin and from the mail order mail order (laughs) so for you youngins at home we we did not order stuff on the internet we (laughs) had a sheet of paper that you had to get out of a magazine.
0: Oh my God, yeah. Right?
1: Or yeah. you had to possibly call them to have them send you an order form.
0: Right. You could probably order yeah. over the phone even. I bet they were all in like soap, soap Digest and stuff. Probably. You get the order form. Mail
1: order sale of the same kind of Nurses Ball t-shirts worn on the show by cast members. <clears throat> GH <laughs> writers and GH promotional people yes i was we were just on the general hospital website under the merch tab there's no nurses ball items
0: no no they need to bring that they, back. they
1: should i need a t-shirt and why is there no come on let's update you know how the red cross has mm-hmm. text right $10. one two three four That's five
0: so easy
1: and ten dollars yeah. will be donated to the american red cross why not during the nurse's ball? Why don't we have that? Right. Text XYZ. So I did look into this, the foundation that was talked about, the Elizabeth Glasser Pediatric AIDS Foundation. I was on their website and... They do say that Disney is one of their biggest contributors. And as we know, Disney owns ABC, which then owns General Hospital. It does not specify information about General Hospital. So I don't know what the updated numbers are so many years later as to what donations have been made. But do you recall them really making that focus of this is actually a thing
0: that we raise money for, honestly? No, I don't remember it being. I I knew that that's I don't know how I knew that, but I knew that it was a real organization. But I don't know. Like, they could really step it up a notch and get fewer Right, even just put in the, the website link to donate. Yeah. I mean, the... the- same idea that the Red Cross uses is genius. Yes, but and so easy because you always have your phone in your hand. It right, takes a second. Right. Yeah, I don't know why that's not more widely known. I because don't. Know. GH fans rock, and they would donate all kinds of money. You know, they would.
1: Could you imagine if just all of us donated five, ten dollars? Right. You know, that's we should be able to buy something. We should be able to help. Yeah. So you know, if we're not supporting that foundation anymore, if there's another foundation that they're supporting, maybe they get the money. You know how we joke about the fact that they have official sponsors. Right. you know those people were paying money for us. Oh, that. sure, they are. Maybe that money's Especially getting the donated. Way those lines are. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> oh, my skin's <sighs> soft. That's because I shampooed my body with this body wash from such and such. Oh, yeah, the day. That's not something you would normally say, but okay. <laughs> no, no, not in that way. <laughs> All right, so
1: uh, the first. So we're just going to talk about what is it, ninety four to two thousand one. Mm, so it was yes. the first eight we're years. Try to stick with that. We're going to just kind of review and talk about the acts that were performed. So just for a little bit of background, as we said, you know, one place says that it wasn't for AIDS research until 95. However, the travel guide to Port Charles, which is an official release from, you know, I mean, it was promoted on general hospital. So I, I feel like this is a credible source. Right. It says 1994 that the nurses ball came into being as a fundraiser to benefit research into the treatment and cure for AIDS and HIV. It was before stone and Robin had been diagnosed, but it was such a, for lack of a better phrase, hot topic in the country at that yes. time. So it was held at the port Charles hotel, which is now the Metro Court. Yes. because remember that thing burned down. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> funny to see that referenced, and it was attended by almost everyone in Port Charles, of course. Lucy emceed and Catherine Bell helped her. Yes, I forgot about that. <clears throat> I forgot, yeah. <clears throat> We've talked about it. Lucy's outfits and everything during the show yes. is one of the highlights. But the one thing that I guess I didn't realize as I was doing the research, it was underwritten by different people almost every year.
0: I didn't realize that either, yes. yes. No, because I had almost yes. completely forgot about Damien Smith. Smith, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, oh. Oh, oh yeah, I know you. But to read that he was the one who underwrote the whole thing the first yeah. time was shocking to me because I thought that it just was something the hospital had pulled together.
1: Yeah. So it just says that Damian mm-hmm. Smith um, suggested that he just suggested. But it just says suggest, suggests the ball. He suggested and the ball <laughs> and underwrites it. Good idea. I'll just pay. <laughs> Here's my checkbook. Lucy co co chairs with Bobby Jones, mm-hmm. and it was in June. You know, I mean, so they do keep some storylines going during the nurses ball but not typically you know it it tends to be kind of around the same thing that we see with the anniversary
0: episode right this is where we take a little break yeah you see people that don't normally get along performing together or um opening for other acts and things like that it does always make me question though like in real life if it would be that easy but i guess for a good cause we can put our differences aside for a day or two yes so,
1: do you want to start
0: talking about
1: um, what the different
0: acts were? Sure. So, okay. I figured I would just read the list and we'll sure. pick out what spoke to us because okay. some of these I remember and some of them don't. Um, Dr. Kevin Collins, who I don't like, we all know that. <laughs> Monica Quatermain and Simone Hardy performed triplets from Bandwagon. Nurse Bobby Jones and Damian Smith danced the tango. Tony Jones was supposed to dance with Bobby, but leaves her standing alone on stage. Is this when he was with Carly? I'm guessing. Okay, so. that's what I was thinking too. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I did not like that storyline. Nurses Amy Vining and Audrey Hardy and Dr. Simone Hardy are included in the chorus line that performs one from a chorus line. Dr. Steve Hardy performs Casey at the Bat. Do Which you- makes so much more sense now that and we know he was a Pittsburgh Pirate. Bi- well, and a Cleveland Indian <laughs> and- As soon as I read that, I was like, I remember watching that. I so remember watching that. And I thought of you bringing up the fact that he was... uh real life baseball yep. player and it all came together to me. did you ever have to memorize that what
1: casey at the bat i had to memorize it in middle school no yeah. i don't know what's wrong with your middle school but we didn't have to do we memorized that. the gettysburg address <laughs> the new colossus and casey at the bat mm-hmm. do you want to recite it now or yeah that was a long time
0: ago <laughs> but i just remember that we had to do that so nope didn't have to felicia jones and her daughter Maxie jones Dance to April Showers with Felicia dressed as a clown. I think clowns are scary. I wouldn't want to participate in that. Oh, but geez. seeing little Maxie was yeah. adorable. Stone Cates and his girlfriend Robin Scorpio act out the death scene from Romeo and Juliet. And this was before <laughs> they were sick. And this was whenever Mac had such an issue with them dating and yes. was like constantly trying to keep them apart. Mac Scorpio does a stand-up comedy routine. Brothers AJ Quartermain and Jason Quartermain do a comedy skit. So did you look these up on YouTube? <clears throat> I did not watch all of them. Did you watch the Jason and AJ? Yes. It was so bad. Yes. I'm glad you said that. I was afraid for a second you were going to say good. And I was going to be like, bad." we're on two totally different pages here. That was so bad. And the comedy um, routine for Mac, did you watch that? Yes. What was up with that accent that he had? <gasps> I don't know. When did, did you, you hear, hear that? that? Did you hear that? I did. Oh, my God. Yes. How could you not hear? I it? know. Because he had that for so long and now he doesn't. I forgot like, about it. Yes. But hearing it again, I was like, okay. Oh I know God. when you're someplace for so long, you pick up their accent or you drop your own accent. Yeah. That was really. That's a native. Like drastic yes. to go from where he was then to the way that he speaks now. Like, yeah. Did he just wake up one day and <laughs> completely talk differently? <laughs> I um, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. AJ and
1: Jason was bad. Oh, it was so bad. I honestly, thank goodness that is not there. Yeah. (laughs) That didn't make their careers. No. You know, and that was Jason Quartermain, not Jason Morgan. Right. So that was pre-accident Jason.
0: Yes. And at that nurse's ball is whenever Jason met Keisha. And she already had a tennis date set up with AJ. Oh, Yes. So again, I tried really hard not to get pulled off into the storylines. But seeing that, I was like, oh, I know who you are. I remember that. Yeah. So that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing from this year really stuck out at me as like, oh, my God, that was so amazing. Except I do, like I said, recall... Steve Hardy performing Casey the that and for me to remember it all these years later it yep. obviously must have been good I did not re-watch that one you can watch it on YouTube it's um, on there I will I will have to because
1: um, I thought it just made as soon as I saw that I was like oh yeah that's right he played baseball that totally makes sense now yes and that's the other thing though so I mean it's one thing that we do highlight these skills that these actors have that we don't perhaps get to see they actually tie in their real life stuff too yes because as we will talk about during this segment, and we've already talked about with Alan, he sang he from does. Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella.
0: Yes. And he
1: was Prince Charming yes. in Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. So I just think that's really cool, wouldn't they?
0: I wonder if I in interview stuff. to, you know, have them play those characters. If they need to know their whole dance routine. Because some of those people that just play, you know, normal everyday characters, then you yeah. see them up there like flying through the air and you're like did you just learn that for today? Because it's kind of like the dancing with the stars mm-hmm. thing. Some of those, most of those people still have some type of dancing background. And I'm yeah. like, that's not really fair. I want to see someone like me, who has never danced a day in their life, will like actually do it. Notice Sarah
1: Brown Carly mm-hmm. did the nurses ball. Mm-hmm. Laura Wright Carly does no, not. No, she does not. Elizabeth does not sing. Elizabeth dances. Yes. And I noticed, I really do think that most of the people are actually singing. Yes, yes. Except for there was one time that it said Catherine Bell. And it says, it says she, she was, sing- was lip syncing. Yep. So good for them for giving credit where that stuff is. And I mean, that can't be easy. So... Do we want to move on to 1995? Sure. Because I feel like a lot oh. of our comments are <laughs> foreshadowing. Right. So in 1995, the ball was once again written by, underwritten by Damian Smith, mm-hmm. and it was co-chaired by Lucy Coe and Catherine Bell. Mm-hmm. It was aired June 21st and 22nd, 1995. Mm-hmm. During the chorus line at the end, Catherine throws Lucy out onto the stage in her underwear, and I think that was the start of the underwear thing. Because no, it was the year before
0: that. Oh, yeah, that's Um, right, because... because the curtain... That was an accident. It seems like now, every year, they, like, try to somehow get her in her underwear. The first year was an accident because the curtain was pulled down, and she was backstage changing. And then this one kind of also an accident
1: now we're just getting intentional with it but
0: <laughs> right <laughs> someone could throw you on say it may have been an accident on Lucy's part but Catherine right. definitely knew what she was doing there. yeah so who were our acts then um Eddie Main which I loved that whole storyline with love, Lois I love Eddie Main and Lois is beautiful oh. um Eddie Main and the Idol Rich perform somewhere over the radio if you don't know who Eddie Main is it's Ned oh oh you need to go back and find <laughs> out who Eddie Main is if you don't know who Eddie Main is because yeah he was amazing yes that whole storyline was amazing i had no idea he could sing like that yeah oh my gosh dr tony jones kevin collins and alan courtemain with emily bowen courtemain perform if i only had a brain from the wizard of oz Mm -hmm. dr alan courtemain performs king of the forest from the wizard of oz dr tony jones kevin collins and alan courtemain with emily bowen courtemain perform we're off to see the wizard from the wizard of oz that whole segment (laughs) is on youtube i highly recommend watching it because it is a Adorable. Yes, that would be like it, the only time that I ever liked Kevin. <laughs> he was in that skit. <laughs> he did an amazing job. So I will give him props for that. Good job, Kevin. Mary Mae Ward and her pips, which was Justin Ward, Luke Spencer, and Lucky Spencer, which was so adorable, uh-huh. perform Midnight Train to Georgia. And that's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Luke Spencer and Lucky Spencer do a hip hop dance. Did you watch that? I did not. So oh I my do, gosh. I see that one. It was totally Vanilla Ice.
1: Style. Oh, it was wow. so bad. <laughs> it was so obviously awesome. What it what well, was totally rad in the nineties. <laughs> so I mean, it was totally of the
0: times. So totally rad. I don't think I ever never used <laughs> words even in the nineties. But okay. Um, Miguel Marez sings The Power to Believe. Dr. Steve Hardy and his grandson Tommy Hardy perform You've Gotta Have Heart from Damn Yankees. Lucy Coe and Damian Smith perform Anything You Can Do from Annie Get Your Gun. Lucy Coe strips to Big Spender, auctioning off her clothing for charity. Mm. <laughs> Nurses Bobby Spencer, Audrey Hardy, and Amy Vining, and Dr. Simone Hardy are included in the chorus line that performs one from a chorus line. I didn't realize until seeing them keep repeating who gets included in the chorus line that there was a song back then for every year like there is with the current one. Yeah, yeah. I, I never realized that back then. I watched uh, Lucy and Damien do the Anything You Can Do, I Can Do Better. Okay. And, I did not watch that one. Oh, so. see? It was as you would expect. Okay. It, it wasn't, like, amazing. They kind of just, like, walked through the ballroom, like, yelling the song back at each other. That's, yes. That's so the song. I, <laughs> I feel like. That's a hard song to do. I did not. That should have been a Catherine
1: mm-hmm. and Lucy song.
0: Yeah, it did have one part where she wanted to stand up so she was taller than Damien and she uh-huh. pushed Catherine out of her chair so she could stand on it. Yeah. To like keep that dynamic of them like fighting or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I just felt like that wasn't a mm-hmm. great song for them to sing. But all of the Wizard of Oz parts, Eddie Maine and yeah. seeing little Emily, she was so cute. I know. She was how so little cute. Lucky was. Yes. Oh,
1: so did you watch the Last Night in the Peace? Yes. Like, yes. that was cute. That really is one of my favorite songs. Immediately afterwards, it goes into Luke and Lucky Aww. breaking down Love and it. getting some funk on. And, <laughs> and it was so... I
0: just... I can't even... You have to watch it. I'll have to go back and watch it's,
1: it. Set it for 95?
0: Set it for 95?
1: All right. So then mm-hmm. in 96... The ball was underwritten by katherine Bell, and Catherine and Lucy were co-chairs again. It aired one day, June twenty first, nineteen ninety six. Sunny and Lily donated thirty million. <laughs> the wife that blew up in the car. The wife that blew also up. Also known
0: the as bo- the wife that blew
1: up. <laughs> yes. Donate thirty million dollars to establish the Stone Cates Memorial AIDS Wing. Max Scorpio presents his niece Robin Scorpio with a quilt made in memory of her boyfriend Stone Cates, who died of AIDS. Mm-hmm. Watching those old ones, we don't show the AIDS Memorial quilt
0: anymore. They need to bring that back. They do. They do. That was beautiful. 96 was was really one of the best years as far as keeping it about what it was because Lucy opened the ball talking about, remember that this isn't just about the money that we're donating, but really about appreciating the people you have in your lives. Yeah. And you know, you should be donating from that place in your heart. You keep asking when you donate, like, what am I getting? And the word is hope. And it went on and on. And like, that was really powerful.
1: Yeah. But they they showed the wall or the quilt every year up Mm -hmm. until the break after that. And the thing about that wall is those are real people. Yes. And that, you know, I know that we think that these people were real in our (laughs)
0: lives.
1: But when you see those real names. Right. It just brings up so much more. Yeah, it was actually during this nurse's ball that Robin announced that she was HIV positive. Mm -hmm. She broke down and Jason Morgan, so we're after the crash, but he and Robin were fang. Yes. And he came and carried her off stage and then... Catherine rigged it so that Lucy ends up swinging by her ankles, causing her dress to go over her head. And we see her endies. There's a chorus line at the end. I think it's funny that they did one, but that's okay. That's a whole other thing.
0: (laughs) So who was our, who were our performers? Sorry. So Dr. Alan Quartermain sings beautiful girls. Okay. Carly Roberts which is so funny to still hear her as Roberts. Carly Roberts, Dr. Tony Jones, and his son, Lucas Jones, perform together from Gypsy. Ned Ashton sings We're Having a Baby. Catherine Bell, Lip Syncing. Yep. And Lucy Coe perform Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend from Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Janice Ian performs... When Angels Cry, Carly Roberts, Nurse Audrey Hardy, Dr. Simone Hardy, and Keisha Ward are included in the chorus line that performs one from a chorus line. And Catherine lip-synced over Dara. Yes. I'm sorry. I should No, that's okay. Yes. So Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend is where it did play up the back and forth between Lucy yes. and Catherine of who could get into the limelight yeah. where they kept pushing each other and all of that. Yeah. I felt like that was appropriate for them. Yes. And for their relationship. Yes. Again, I don't think it was the best I've ever seen. I don't think it was the worst I've ever seen. No. But it was appropriate for where they were. I think that that year
1: the acts were second to Stone Past. Right. Robin was making her announcement. Yes. And during the nurses' ball this year is when John Hadley died. Oh,
0: right. Uh, Lucy announced, like, comes announced out and announces it, during it like it happened. Because the, wasn't it like halfway? feel right. like it had already. No, it was after a break. They had because, taken a break. Yes. yes. She came in and announced it like it had just happened. Yes. It had happened earlier that day when in real life um i believe it was a few weeks before the nurse all right on to 97 okay so in 1997
1: the ball is underwritten by yum yes <laughs> and it was co-chaired by Catherine bell and lucy Coe. it aired two days june 20th and 23rd 1997 so i'm assuming that's a friday and a monday i would assume Catherine rigs lucy's dress so that it will fall off her when she goes on stage during the chorus line at the end. i will not sure you how oh, you rig someone's dress so it just falls off at the right them. time. But, <laughs> but it's really interesting that, like, that really... I mean, that's a very
0: childish thing it to continue <laughs> it to is. do. But if you and notice, I um, hashtagged our post wardrobe malfunction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I commented on it because that's nice. all that I think of when um, I think of Lucy and all of her issues. For us to see Dr. Alan Quartermain saying It's a Grand Night for Singing... And 10 minutes ago from Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella, which we know is very impactful for Miss Shannon because she's brought it up six times over these podcasts already. Um, Dr. Tony Jones and Carly Roberts performed There Ain't Nothing Wrong with Me. Nurse Bobby Cassidine and Luke Spencer performed Last Dance. Edward Quartermain and Emily Bowen Quartermain performed Together at Last from Annie, <laughs> which is my favorite movie of all time. Dara Jensen and Ned Ashton perform You've Got a Friend. Carly Roberts, at, then it says now Corinthus, Jax, but this article is obviously a little dated. Right, because now, now we're back to Corinthos. <laughs> and Keisha Ward are included in the chorus line that performs one from a chorus line. I had watched Alan Quartermain do the Cinderella bit a couple weeks ago whenever you had sent it to me because we were talking about how excited we were for this. And that was amazing. Yes. And you, I'll let you handle the rest of that because I know that you're in love with him for that. No, I just loved it because they also—it was also a really nice entrance of all the ladies. Yes, you know,
1: and I think that's something that I hope they get back to because I feel like there's not that touch of class. Mm, right, it's all about sex lately. Yes. That was classy, you know, mm-hmm. Edward singing. Yeah. Cause I love <laughs> Annie also. I know you're like you you love Love Annie, but that's definitely one of my favorite movies. And I just thought that was so sweet because, yes. you know, Edward was always such a grump, you know. Right. And this right. made him into And anytime you see him and Emily, yes. It's just so sweet. Right. You know, I thought it was funny to see Bobby Cassidy because this is when she was married to Stefan.
0: Yes. So, so when I was watching First I watched, and I don't know how it was performed in what order, but first I watched Tony and Carly do There Ain't Nothing Wrong With Me. Uh And I was so angry for Bobby. Like, I just wanted to smash my TV. I was so mad on my phone because I was watching it on YouTube. She did nothing but sit there, first of all, for the whole act. Because, like, yeah, that she was. You know, with Stefan, so I guess she didn't have a huge issue with it. But I still felt like that song was totally disrespectful to every relationship he had before that. Because it has some part in it where it says, "but yeah, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, she did not... Carly herself, in that performance, did nothing but sit on a barstool. So, not sure it was that She amazing. shook a little. And, like, put her leg over... She his, did some hip sway. Yeah. Okay. That's not dancing, <laughs> okay? She, it just wasn't impressive. And I felt like that song was disrespectful i'm sure that was the whole point of it but me personally i was so mad for bobby and then to see bobby cassadine was like oh yeah i guess that's true they were together mm-hmm. maybe that's why she didn't matter but in my opinion having bobby and luke dance together was weird yeah i don't want to dance with my brother no, no. Not to that song no. not in that way no Mm-mm. no so okay good i'm yes. glad that i'm not the only one that was like Wait, that's Luke. Why yeah. is that Luke that's dancing with her? She could have had anyone, anyone dance with her. It's weird. It, it was really weird. Yes. All right. So 1998, the ball was underwritten
1: by Stefan Cassidy, and Lucy co-chaired it. It aired June 19th and 22nd, 1998. Eve Lambert locks Lucy in a rolling wardrobe closet during the chorus line at the end of the night. Lucy wheels herself out onto the stage and
0: burst through the closet door
1: in her underwear. Oh, shocking.
0: Okay. So this year was a little bit different. 1998 is when the spinoff came. Yes. Port Charles. Yes. So I don't know if it was 1998 or 99 because we haven't got that far. And in my notes, I just took some random notes, but in one of those, they give Alan says, Oh, and we're so glad to have our interns here, blah, blah, blah. And they like, Swooshed the camera over that table for like a microsecond and then back. And I was like, Who are all these people? What is he talking about? And uh, then I realized,, yes. oh, it's because they were bringing it together. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. So if anyone else was confused, also, that's why that happened. But I was like, why is he just introducing, one table of people right? like not even by name, just great to have the interns here and then it's switched right. back to the pull point of the ball. So Lucky Spencer, Dara Jensen, Elizabeth Weber, and Marcus Taggart performed Jair Help. Jailhouse Rock. Dr. Alan Quartermain, Robin Scorpio, Ned Ashton perform Someone to Watch Over Me. Lucy Coe, Brenda Barrett, Dara Jensen, and Dr. Karen Wexler, yay, perform Big Spender from Sweet Charity. Doctors Eve Lambert and Julian Devlin perform You've Got a Friend in Me. Why are they performing that twice? Th- I don't years know, but row? you know, this makes me feel really old because I remember when Toy Story came out. That was I my mean. son's favorite. He was born in 1998. That was his favorite this movie of all time. We took him to disney right before he turned four and every outfit that he wore for that week had buzz layer on him his suitcase had buzz layer mm-hmm. his little bucket hat to protect him from the sun you know, he's 21. yeah so okay. when i hear that song that's what i think of is my when he Wolf gets married boy. we please dance with him oh, to that that's a great idea although we were at a wedding this weekend like we had talked about and they did the mother daughter dance and then they did the um mother son dance and they asked for all mothers and sons to come out. And he was like, no, we're not doing this at my wedding. This is just weird. Why are they doing this? And I was like, come Maybe on, he come dance with me. And he that was like having no. all
1: dance. He'll change his mind. I don't know. We'll see. But He'll he would not
0: mind. dance with me last weekend. So we'll see if he changes his mind by the wedding day. I think I'm going to make him. And that would be a really cute song mm-hmm. to dance to. Make a note of that so you can remind me in a couple it's, of years. It's public knowledge. Now, there we so. go. Someone shoot me a, God knows what technology will be out in that year, but right. something to remind me to do that. Okay. But I don't know why they repeated it twice. That doesn't make sense. It was a big movie, but yeah. I feel like there was a lot of other choices out there. Ned Ashton and Emily Bone Quartermain perform The Power to Believe. And that's when they were showing the AIDS Memorial quilt. Yes. If you look on YouTube like and watch it. Scott Baldwin, Max Scorpio, Edward Quartermain, Serena Baldwin, Dr. Karen Wexler, Emily Bone Quartermain, Robin Scorpio, and Maxie Jones perform Thank Heaven for Little Girls. From Gigi and Girls Just Want to Have Fun. They like did a mixture of that. I don't know if you watched it. I did. One second. Dr. Julie Devlin, Eve Lambert, and Karen Wexler are included in the chorus line that performs one from A Chorus Line. So yeah, my favorite out of all of that would have been the "Thank Heaven for Little Girls" slash "Girls Just Want to Have that Fun." That was really because cute. it was really cute. It was like how they did it, age yeah. appropriate for the fact yes. they had the little girls in it, and again, it was a father-daughter kind of thing. So we didn't need a bunch of sexiness in the middle of it. Yep. they were just cute and like it showed the progression of ages. And it was, you know, I feel like it was a short time Scott's daughter was Serena. in any yeah. of the stuff. And we talked about that before when we covered the Baldwins. So it was neat to, like, see her and be like, oh, yeah, I do remember when she was, like, part of everything. Cool. That was my favorite, too, of that. Because it, um,
1: it was just cute. And, again, it was, like, the class stuff. You know, right. it was yes. family
0: appropriate. Yes, exactly. I also watched where um, Lucy and Brenda and Dara and Karen did Big Spender. Mm-hmm. Didn't we just say that Lucy stripped to Big, big Spender? Yeah. Why are we reading <laughs> the same thing again? But anyway. But Jailhouse
1: Rock was awesome. That's when Lucky and yes. Liz were dressed as cops and Dick. Yes. And Taggart was
0: awesome. Yes. Taggart was an awesome character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jailhouse Rock and Thank Heaven for Little Girls were, yeah. were my favorite yeah. one of those. I do like the song
1: One. However, that's the 70s. You know, I feel like in the 90s, they could have been doing, they should have been doing Seasons of Love from Runt. Hello. Yes. Right. Just saying. I mean, that. well, they can't go, was, go back. And they can't. This,
0: so <laughs> We're going to stick with what they have, but I agree. Yeah. We should have been doing this podcast. <laughs> there weren't podcasts back then. <laughs> It should have
1: been making mix. We weren't even our IMing ourselves yet. No, we no. weren't
0: even friends then. So no, totally impossible. We, weren't. we were in rival schools, but yes.
1: All right. So 99, 99, the ball was underwritten by Amanda Barrington, Lucy Coe, and Catherine Bell are again the co-chairs. It aired on June 18th and 21st, 1999. Catherine and Eve Lambert see to it that Lucy is pulled out on stage by the chorus line at the end while she's in her underwear and changing backstage. Should we send Lucy a lock?
0: <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Here's like a chastity undergarment just to yes. wear on the nurse's ball because... Yes. You don't need to be in here. Here's some some Um The acts that year were Ned Ashton, A.J. Quartermain, Dr. Alan Quartermain, and Edward Quartermain sang I Feel Good. Chloe Morgan and Jasper Jacks danced to Cheek to Cheek from Top Hat. Dr. Chris Ramsey, Eve Lambert, Karen Wexler, Joe Scallion, Ellen Burgess, and Matt Harmon performed Dr. Doctor, Doctor. Are those all people from the other show? I think so. Is that why yes. I'm not recognizing yes. all their names? Mm-hmm. Mary Shaolin, Serena Baldwin, Neil... Canless I'm hacking up some of these, these has to be. Victor Collins perform High Hopes. Lucy Coe and Katherine Bell perform I'm a Woman. Doctor Tony Jones, Mike Corbin, Max Scorpio, Nurse Bobby Spencer, Felisa Jones, and Doctor Eve Lambert and Chris Ramsey perform Jump, Jive and Wail. Brian Setzer. I, I did not care for that number, but Sorry. we'll get to that a second. <laughs> <Okay, good. laughs> Emily Boone, Quartermain, and Ned Ashton sing Forever Young. And there is a chorus line at the end that performs a can-can. Oh, they livened it up a little bit later yep, this they, year.
1: They went to France
0: and did the can-can. I mean, we love France. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I watched Jump, Jive, and Whale. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know. I just wasn't impressed.
1: I did not watch, I think, any of them except for Chloe and Jack's, which I loved Chloe and Jack's.
0: They were yes, so Yes, I kind of forgot about her. I remember, I remember her so much because I liked her.
1: Emily and Ned singing Forever Young was also when they were doing the tribute yes. too. So that was, that was really nice. So it kind of sounds like a slightly anticlimactic
0: right. year. Right. Okay. Although now I do want to go back and watch... Ned, AJ, Allen, and Edwards saying I Feel Good. Yeah. Because that might be a good one. That might that have been the best be. one and we missed it. I know. I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch it either. Oops. We're bad at our research. <laughs> no, we just watched the ones that <laughs> YouTube suggested first to us or that sounded the most interesting. Exactly. Anything that's said Karen, I was like, yes, I will watch that again. Exactly. So, Alright, 2000. 2000. Go ahead. The
1: Ball is underwritten by Stefan Kasadyn and chaired by Lucy Coe. It aired June 20th through 22nd, 2000. Nicholas Kasadyn Gives a speech on Stefan's behalf. I don't know why we should have gone and (laughs) looked at that. Dr. Chris Ramsey donates two hundred fifty thousand dollars to General Hospital AIDS Research Fund, and there is no chorus line. And Lucy does
0: not end up in her underwear. Oh, maybe that's why they keep doing it now. Is because this is one of the last years. Maybe they feel like yeah, pulled because Lucy wasn't in her undies. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Stefan probably wanted to give a speech since he underwrote it. So Nicholas just gave that speech maybe for that reason. But maybe. I don't know why Stefan wasn't there. The acts are, I'm confused. The acts are a music video of Dr. Kevin Collins and Victor Collins singing Chick Magnet. That's played with Dr. Eve Lambert and Mary Scallion. Scallion. How do you say that? Scanlon? Scanlin. I don't know. I apologize for butchering these names if they're not one of my favorite characters. They're on Charles. They don't know who they are. So I'm not sure why there was a music video played, but okay. Yeah. I don't really like Kevin, so maybe they were helping me out there. Juan Santiago, who, when I speak of him, I refer to him as Little Stone
1: <laughs> because he looks like he should be. <laughs> he looks say, like Baby Stone. <laughs> like,
0: he's just so. Uh, when I first see him, I'm like, Stone. No, that's not Stone. It's the wrong year. So yep. if your brain does that too, that's Juan. Remember that. Juan Santiago, Emily Bowen Quartermain, and Elizabeth Weber sing and dance to Footloose from Footloose. Eddie Main sings Simply Irresistible. Lucy Coe and Dr. Alan Quartermain and Tony Jones perform Hey, Good Looking. Juan Santiago and Emily Bowen Quartermain, with help from Robin Scorpio and Lucy Coe, perform Lean On Me. Then the audience sings with them. Mm-hmm. So again, I now I need to go back and watch this whole Why We're Playing a video of Kevin. But I did watch Footloose. Me too. That was cute. Um, That was cute. It was appropriate. You know, it was just fun. Yes. Something to do. It, do you remember
1: how big Stomp was? Yes. That's what it reminded yes. me of because they got the water jugs and they're
0: yes. banging on them. So, yeah. Yeah. They did a really good job with that, I yeah. felt like. And then I also watched um, Lucy with Alan and Tony do Hey Good Looking. It was okay. I'm just not crazy about them Like, as a set. Like, I like their individual characters, but they always try to put them together, and it it just doesn't do anything for me. Um, And I made a note that in 2000 is whenever they had the other Carly and the other Lucky and I was like, no, I don't like this. I mean, it, which Carly? The bad uh, Carly? No, not the bad Carly. I'm sorry, gone. we just don't know her name because it's Sarah Brown. Tamara Sarah Brown. Sarah. Okay, Sarah. It was it was Sarah. Okay, and, and not that she's not that she's bad because she was a good Carly. I liked her as Carly, not as much as uh, Laura, but I liked her. But it was still just weird to see both of them and be like, no, you're not right. No, yeah. you're definitely not. Like they showed her first, and I was like, eh, not the right one. And then the next clip, it showed that Lucky had come back, and I was was like oh no wrong lucky <laughs> it was a big letdown see when i think carly i always think
1: of sarah and then i think laura oh okay which is just so funny because i mean especially now we're Tamara's
0: kim right i mean it's, right so it's so weird it, it is. is it's hard all right so now we should be on to 2001, which, which was is the last, the last one yeah. until it came back. Go ahead.
1: So it was underwritten by Amanda Barrington
0: and Lucy co-chaired
1: it. Stefan Cassadine announced that the Cassadines would double all contributions made that evening. Aww. Lucy Coe announced that this show had to go on despite a Manhattan train colliding with a bus. Also, Helena Cassadine and Stavros were arguing about when to unleash their next act of terrorism. <gasps> That's that whole box
0: thing, right? I think so. Oh, wow. Wow, you just took me back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the acts were Edward Quartermain, Max Scorpio, Marcus Taggart, Roy DeLuca, and A.J. Quartermain perform it's in his kiss. Gabrielle does a strip tease to Let Me Entertain You. Allison Barrington, Livvy Locke, and Jamal Woods perform Love Potion Number no. 9. Nicholas and Gia Campbell, and Lucky Spencer perform Up on the Roof. Felicia Jones and Luke Spencer perform Old Time Rock and Roll. Dr. Alan Quartermain sings Not While I'm Around from Sweeney Todd, while at the bedside of his temporarily paralyzed daughter Emily. So some of those had to have been on Port Charles because Libby Locke is Kelly
1: Monaco, right? On Port Charles. Yep. Okay.
0: Yes. So this was the they said in one of the articles that it normally only goes on for the two hours because they cross over two days, okay. and then this show it had to it went three because they crossed over into Port Charles.
1: How did they do that with? I mean, there's only one, two, three, four, six five.
0: acts. No, they must have been a lot of filler. Yeah. A lot of filler drama going in.
1: Because I tried to find out about that train colliding with a bus to find out what that was, and I couldn't yeah. find anything about it. Yeah. I feel like that's a really odd sentence. That to is. That's
0: odd. I don't know why that. Why? Yeah. No, when, that's weird.
1: When was that? Like, I don't remember that. I, I feel like I should remember that storyline, but I don't. Oh, was that Lucky? Wasn't there a train collision and, like, Lucky was on it? I feel like Liz might have been, too. I forget. I don't know. Right. That,
0: well, that'll be a recap of something else. Yes. Yeah, sticking to the nurse's ball, I watched the It's In His Kiss, and I'm not sure why. Did <laughs> why did they do that? It well, was, it, it's. It is what it was. Mm-hmm. It was what it was. <laughs> I just it wasn't bad. Like the singing wasn't bad. The performance, there wasn't much to it, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't sensationalized the way that if you were going to do that, I would have done that. But I just don't understand. It didn't feel to me like something that Edward would do. I know he got a little more carefree and kind over those couple years and like interacted with other people more. Yeah. But that's, Still didn't feel like something he would do. To there me. has to be a story behind it that we're forgetting as to why they did that.
1: There because must be. If
0: you know that storyline, please let us know because I'm confused. Because for him like to have
1: un- and all of the men who were involved in it are all straight men. Right. You know, so there's no nothing I don't I don't know. I don't understand. You. I, don't, I don't, know. don't get
0: it. I think that was all that I watched. Yeah, that was all that I watched from that year because I don't know some of these characters. Yeah. Maybe that's why it, well, so they said that Port Charles it says
1: and according to the travel guide of Port Charles, <laughs> then like the rest of the world, the Port <laughs> take 2, then like the rest of the world, the Port Charles economy couldn't support what many viewed as a frivolous expenditure. Oh, okay. Yes. So, the ball took a break from 2001 to 2013, 13. which was the 50th anniversary of the show. So, we will talk about that next week. All right. On next week's You'll on be discuss. on your edge of your seats for the yes. next week. So if you have a memory of your favorite Nurses Ball moment, please email us or reach out to us on social media. On most platforms, we are Pier 54 Podcast. You should be able to find us.
0: We are the only one. And have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you listen to. Also, please give us a review. This helps us know what
1: you like. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And also, we're not perfect. So if there is something that we messed up or something that we missed, or if there's just something that you want to talk about, let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.